Well, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Whatever it is, wherever you are as you listen to this audio recording, um, I literally am just pushing the record button here with no prepared notes or anything like that. Just going to begin to speak from my own heart to your heart um, with this podcast. But the topic is suicide. Um, Many, many people committing suicide. In 2019, I heard of 20 people that were that I knew in some way, shape, or form. I didn't know them all personally, um, but I knew of someone else that knew them. But 20 people that had committed suicide that I had some form of interaction with. Again, I'm not saying I spoke to these people, um, but I just knew people who knew these people. So that placed a heavy burden on my own heart last year on into 2020 in regards to this. And as we look at 2020 and how many people are really kind of uh, freaking out and worried and getting anxiety and all of that kind of stuff about what's going on in the world, um, I thought I would just take a moment. Uh, Well, it's going to be more than a moment, of course, here. But I thought I'd just take some time and address from my own heart, that topic. And as I say from my own heart, um, you must realize, uh, if you've listened to any of my Bible teachings or podcasts or looked at any of the YouTube videos that we have out with Bible teachings and all that, you know, of course, that uh, I teach born-again Christianity. I teach the scriptures. Why do I teach it? Well, because I was born again in 1986. Um, And if you don't understand it, and this is important when it comes to the topic of suicide. If you don't understand the terminology being born again, I'm, I'm sure that being born again in the minds of many people has, um, you know, sounds negative to people. You know, um, born again or people are probably Jesus freaks and fanatics and all that kind of stuff. And I have to tell you from my heart, you know, I can't deny that I, I am in my heart a Jesus freak. I am in my heart a Jesus fanatic. But the reason for that was because there was a time in my life um, long ago, I mean, I'm just set the record here, I'm 55, 55 years old. I was 21 years old when I was born again of the Spirit of the Lord. What had happened at that time in my life is there was people that, well, specifically a person that came along in my life um, who shared the gospel with me, the gospel of Jesus Christ, told me that I needed to be born again, told me that I needed to repent of my own personal sin and repent of the fact that uh, I was living a life that was anti-God. You see, God has designed a life for you. He's designed a life for us all. He's... He's put something in order. 
He, 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 I mean, look at, look at creation. I mean, actually, um, not just all of creation, but look at the creation of mankind. You know, if you read the account of it in the book of Genesis in the Bible, you know, God said, let us make man in our image. So they, they, they created mankind in the image of God. You see, we have the ability to think and to reason. We're not animals. We're not the same as animals. And maybe you went to school and I did when I was in fourth grade, I was taught evolution and all that. But, um, for some reason, and I can't really say why, but for some reason, I, I really didn't fully buy into that into my heart. But I did grow up to go ahead and live a life of sin. And I came to the point where I realized that I was violating God himself who had created me, you know, in the way that I was living because I was created to live for God as you are. You're created to live for God. You have a purpose in your life. And the purpose of your life is to glorify God in the way that you live your life. God's your creator. Now, if you've lived your life um, for a period of time without any um, concept of God, without any knowledge of God, without any care, and maybe you didn't know any better. I mean, I know that I didn't know any better before coming to Christ. Um, I just thought, hey, this is the way of the world. This is the way you live. And so I spent my teenage years in drinking and partying and all of that kind of stuff, all the things that the world has to offer. I don't have to get into all of those things. But I spent my life as a sinner, you know, living anti what God wanted me to do. And it wasn't until... I picked up the Bible myself, even though, like I said, there was this man who had kind of shared the gospel with me, told me about Jesus Christ, told me that I needed to repent of my sin and uh, make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. Uh, but it wasn't until I picked up the Bible myself and began to read about this Jesus Christ. And if you haven't done so, I really suggest that you read the Gospel of John, read the book of Ephesians, you know, go through some New Testament books. And and um, if you, like I said, you can go to our website or our YouTube page and hear some teachings. We're on YouTube as A Love Outreach. We're on SoundCloud, of course, which may be where you're listening to this under A Love Outreach, iTunes as well. Uh, and then our website is aloveoutreach.com. I don't say that to promote the site. There's really not much there to promote other than getting you or getting others to hear the Word of God and to learn the Word of God. But as you read the Bible, maybe we can help you with some questions that you have in regards to that. So anyway, God has created you for a purpose. There's a purpose for your life. There's a plan for your life, but you don't know this purpose and you don't know this plan if you haven't been living for the glory of God. In other words, you haven't been living your life to be pleasing to your creator, your master, your Lord. You see, if and, and you know, and here in, in many countries, I guess today, um, I say here meaning the United States of America, we don't understand what it means to really be submitted to a king or to be submitted to a lord, um, to bow down and to, um, you know, be in total submission to 
someone that is Lord of your life. See, maybe you've lived your life thus far with you as your Lord. Maybe you've been the Lord of your life. I mean, that's the way it was for me up until I was 21. You know, I was Lord of my life. I was the, I was the king in my life. I didn't care about the commandments of God. I didn't care about what the Lord had to say about my life. But it wasn't until I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ wholeheartedly, gave my life to Him. I literally got on the floor in an apartment that I was living in back at that time in 1986, and I got on the floor and uh, on my knees, and I cried out to the Lord, and I said, Jesus, I need you to be Lord of my life I need you to change me. I repent of my sin. I'm sorry for living a life that's been anti-God, anti-the-commandments of God. You see, in the Bible, when you read the Bible, you'll find that God requires for us to live a certain way, to live in righteousness, to do what is good, to do what is pleasing in His sight. And not to really live by our own standards and such, right? But, you know, like I said, maybe you've been living your life that way. And maybe you've come to the end of you. And, you know, I got to tell you something. Um, when I did come to Christ on that day, prior to getting on my knees that day, there, there's a lot that led up to that. And I won't tell the whole story right now, but there's a lot that led up to what happened that day. Part of it was I really wanted to die that day. I really wanted to, to find a way to kill myself, to commit suicide, to die. I wanted, I wanted an end to my life. At 21 years old, I wanted an end to my life. And maybe you're listening to this, listening to this and you're younger, maybe you're older, I don't know. But for me, I just wanted it all to come to an end. And again, all the details surrounding everything, I won't go in here. But the interesting thing as I looked back on that and as I look back on it now, the interesting thing is I really did die that day. I died to myself. I took up the cross and I began to follow after Jesus. I repented of my sin. Okay. Now you may say, I don't want to be a fanatic. I don't want to be a Jesus freak because like I've already confessed here, right? I'm a Jesus freak. I'm a fanatic. Um, but what I mean by that is I love him within my heart for what he's done in me, for what Christ in me has done in my life to, to change my course, to put me on a whole different path. Now, you know, we get into the whole topic. Oh, are you perfect? No, nothing's perfect about my life. There's hardships. There's heartache. There's pain. There's all kind of things that go on in this life that, but now I realize that that's a part of this life. You know, that's, that's the way it is here, but there is a place that I'm going for all of eternity. And all I want to do with the time that I've been given here is glorify God and to lift up the name of Jesus, which is why I'm recording this so that maybe you can hear this and realize that maybe you really do need to come to the end of yourself today. Not take your life. You see, taking your life would be murder. Okay, it's self-murder. You'd be taking your life. Okay, and no murderer is going to enter the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. You're not going to be there. 
Okay, but the good news is this, is you can have the kingdom of God within you today. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Spirit, the Bible talks about. There's righteousness, peace, and joy. Do you want peace in your life? Do you want joy in your life? Are you in a place where you have no joy? You have no peace? You feel that you have no reason at all to live or maybe you're going through depression. Maybe you're going through anxiety. And let me tell you something. Been there, done that. Been there, done that. Had that. I've had all that in my life. That's why I say this life is full of hardship. It's full of problems and such, right? All kind of things go wrong in this life. But the difference is, is now, for me, the difference is, okay, I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on toward the mark of my high calling in Christ Jesus. In other words, there's a day coming where it is appointed for me once to die. It's appointed for man once to die, the scripture says. But I'm going to press on till the day of my death, however that may come. I don't know how I'm going to die, but I know one way it's not going to be. I'm not going to murder myself. I'm not going to take my own life, okay? Someone else may murder me. I may die in a car accident. I may get shot. I may die of a heart attack. I may die of cancer. Who knows when that time comes. But I'm going to press on in this life. And I am putting this out here right now to encourage you, to exhort you to press on. Okay? But again, Maybe pointing you towards something. I'm trying to direct you toward this fact. If you've never come to the end of yourself, you've never died for you to you, you've died to yourself. You see, the Apostle Paul in the book of Galatians, in the New Testament book of Galatians, chapter 2 and verse 20, said, I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet it's not I who lives, it's Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in Him, in the Son of God, Jesus He's talking about, who loved me and gave Himself for me. You see, we have to press on today by faith. Maybe you say, well, I've, I've called out to Jesus. I've come to the Lord and I'm still struggling with this depression. I'm still struggling with this anxiety. I'm still having these suicidal thoughts or whatever it may be. But maybe this depression, maybe this anxiety, maybe these suicidal thoughts, maybe they reveal something to you. I have to admit that for me, I I have found that they do reveal something to me, that I'm very self-centered when I'm battling with that, when I've battled with that in my life. Um, very self-focused. It's all about me. Woe is me. I, I, you know, whatever, I, I can't speak to your situation, so I really can't come up with the examples. But maybe, you know, you're so focused on you. But when we die to ourselves, we take up the cross, we follow after the Lord, as the Lord calls anyone to do who comes to him. He says, you forsake all else. You put your hand to the plow and you don't look back. You're fixing your eyes on Jesus now, the eyes of your heart. And you're saying, you know what? I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. 
So there may be anxiety, but you're going to walk by faith. You're going to keep your eyes on the Lord. You're going to begin to fill yourself with his commandments, his word. You're going to, you're going to begin to turn your life around and you're going to repent of your sin and you're going to be not be self-centered, not be self-focused. And you're going to fill yourself with your, his word. You know, King David in the Psalms says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Think about that. The word of God can be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. Now, this may be very antiquated because this was, again, 1986 for me. But when I read that for the first time, I had pictured like some flashlights strapped to my feet. And I was walking in the darkness. I'm walking through a dark place. But I have these lights strapped to my feet that were lighting my path. And that's what the Word of God is. A lamp to your feet, a light to your path. David, David, the psalmist also said, King David, he also said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Do you have the word of God hidden in your heart? Do you have the living word of God within you? You can be made new. You can be born again. It talks about in 1 Peter one twenty one, I believe it is. I don't have a Bible open in front of me at the moment, so maybe you can look this up on your own uh, to check me on this and correct me on this, whatever you want to do. But um, he said that we're born again. He's born again through the Word of God. We're born again through the Word of God. That's what happened in my life. As I read the Bible, all things became new because Christ was in me. If any man is in Christ, the Bible says he is a new creation. Old things pass away. All things become new. Do you want a new life? Do you want the life that Jesus promises? He promises an abundant life. And that abundance is not in material things. I know as you look at the church today, as you look at the way the so-called gospel is preached in the world today, it's a prosperity gospel, it's a health and wealth gospel, it's a false gospel. You see, because the gospel is truly about you repenting and you dying to yourself. It's not about your best life now, I'm sorry to say that if I offend anybody that hears that. Because that's, you know, the title of a book by one of these, uh, you know, one of those type of preachers I was just talking about, you know. But it's not the best life now. The best life is still to come. You know, the Apostle Paul said, you know, he, how did he say it? He said he was in a straight betwixt two, meaning, you know, meaning he was torn about the topic of, you know, having a desire to, to go to be with the Lord. But he said it was better for him to remain and minister to the people that he had to minister to. I'm kind of paraphrasing all that right now. But, you know, there's a life for you that God has for you. And it's a new life. It's an abundant life. That's what Jesus gives. Jesus, speaking of the devil, speaking of Satan, he says, the thief comes not but to kill and to steal and to destroy. He said, but I have come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. That's what the Lord desires for you. 
abundant life. But again, this abundant life is internal, not external. It's internal. You may still, I mean, let me tell you something. Over the years, there's been a number of times that I have struggled with anxiety while still being a Christian, while still seeking after the Lord. Struggle with anxiety, okay? Struggle with depression. Although I can't, you know, honestly say I've I've struggled with great depression, but I have struggled with great anxiety, very, very much so. But listen, I really want to encourage you. And I'm just going to put this up and I'm just, I think I'm just going to go ahead and title it suicide. I don't know. Maybe I'll change my mind or come up with something different when I post this. But look, don't do it. There's a life for you. There's an eternal life for you. There's an abundant life for you in Jesus Christ. If you will turn to him. You see, Jesus talks about seeking the kingdom of God, making that your priority. Seek first, he said, the kingdom of God. Okay? That's what he desires for us, is that we would be God-focused, focused on our Creator and what he has for us. Let me ask you something. What has it gotten you that you've been so focused on you? What has it gotten you that you've been so focused on your failures and such? There's nothing good that can come out of that. And there's certainly nothing good that will come out of self-murder. So, but, but with the Lord, it's all good. It's all good. And you can call out to Him right now. Call out to Him right now. As you're listening to this, I have no clue as I record this, whether one person or ten people or a hundred people will ever hear this. I have no clue. But I'm just going to put it out there by faith, hoping that there's somebody like you that will listen to this right now. And not I'm not, I'm not asking you to join a religion. There's not a religion to join. I'm asking you to think about coming to Christ today. Because He loves you. He died for the sin of the world. And you are a sinner. And you can fall on your knees, confess your sin to Him, call out to Him, make Him the Lord of your life, meaning now you're going to begin to live like you have a king over you, you have a Lord over you. And you're going to look at what His Word says, you're going to look at His commandments, and you're going to begin to walk in obedience to them. It's an everyday trial. It's an everyday struggle. It's a walk of faith, not by sight. I tell you, every day I get up, it's my flesh that wants to run the day. It's my own carnal mind that wants to to be in charge. I want to be Lord of my own life, but I have to take up the cross every day and be committed to following the Lord and serving Him. So, look, thanks for listening. Look, you know, I want to tell you, reach out. You can go to our website, aloveoutreach.com. That's www.aloveoutreach.com. And you can go there and there's a contact form. You can fill out that contact form. Um, and, uh, you know, if you have any questions or you just want to let let us know that you listen to this uh, or if there's any way that we can occur or encourage you 
We'll respond to you via email, however we can. We'll, I'll respond to you. And, um, you know, now, on the other hand, I'm often hesitant. Sometimes I, when I talk about, you know, hey, contact us, there's always people that want to contact and, you know, contact you and, and debate you over this or that. I don't debate over these things. That's not the purpose for this. The purpose is to let you know that you can come to the Lord today. As your Lord, you can come to Jesus and make him the Lord of your life. And you know what? It can happen and you can never tell me about it. I may never know you. I may never know what part of the world you're in or anything like that. But we'll see each other someday when we're all with the Lord in eternity. So, God bless you. And thank you for listening.